What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freider, the club CEO here. We have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the club app, the number one online community for DJs. We can stream for free and not get cut off. Today, I have with my brother, DJ Uncle Dope. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? So uh, street name, government name, uh, Ken Bresley, um, stage name, DJ Uncle Dope. Um, people always ask, like, where the name Uncle Dope come from? I'm going to start here, and I'm going to go back to when I started DJing. So the name DJ Uncle Dope came from, people always affectionately call me Uncle because I'm always that guy who's pouring into people. Like, you know, the the that uncle, that that guy that people love to ask questions to, they know they're going to get answers and support from, right? And Dope came from uh, my nephew who served in the Army. He was a rap artist. His name was Danny Dope with two E's. Not Dopey, but Dope with two E's. And... He uh, he passed away, um, and in honoring him, his name and keeping up with his legacy, and again, I'm his uncle as well. I just decided to change my name to DJ Uncle Dope. Uh, it sounds weird to some people because it's they, they, they never heard of Uncle Dope, and it kind of probably sounds old. But affectionately, people call me Unc, and then I'm dope at what I do, and I like representing, you know, um, live, you know, representing and, and extending my nephew's uh, legacy that passed away. Um, I've been DJ. Powerful Thanks. intro, man, and, and I res- much respect to you and your family. Um, and sorry for your loss. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, been DJing for almost 20 years. Uh, 2002 to exactly 20. Started at the University of Illinois. Um, I graduated high school in 2000. Went to Illinois, Champaign, Illinois. Uh, ran track at a junior college called Parker College, but my best friend, and then find out local, find out that this guy was my distant cousin, was a DJ, goes by the name of DJ B. Sims out of Chicago. Um, they were him and uh, another guy by the name of DJ Bonsu um, were like the main DJs at the University of Illinois. And I followed him around, carrying their crates, uh, helping them lug, lug speakers and set stuff up. And I figured out, like, I'm the life of the party. I like music. I love dancing. I, I like that energy of the music. Why not I take up this this art of DJing. And one summer, man, I was in Chicago and um, told my guys I wanted to learn how to DJ. They gave me two records. Say, hey, you can figure out how to blend these back and forth. I'll teach you how to DJ. Them jokers went to the store. I was downstairs in the basement in Chicago. If you know Illinois, Chicago, everybody got basements. So I was downstairs in the basement for about an hour, two hours. When they came back, I was fluently going back and forth between these two records. And it took off from there. Um, got into a little trouble when I was in college. Had to join the military, uh, but that didn't stop me. I moved to Shreveport, Louisiana, where the the term, the coin, ratchet started. The ratchet movement started in Shreveport, Louisiana. This ratchet music, y'all call ratchet music now, ain't ratchet music. Unless you understand Shreveport, Louisiana, Monroe, Grambling, Music, you don't understand ratchet. Um, it was a DJ by the name of Hollywood A Bay Bay. The name song, the, the song A Bay Bay was named after him. Uh, I got out in Shreveport and, and, and continued to DJing, but I sat back and watched how Bay Bay was in the club and, and, and he moved the, the energy he brought to the club. And I just kept going, kept going and doing the things that I love. And because one, I'm in the military as a military DJ. My understanding of music and how different genres can con- collab together. A lot of DJs start hearing how 
I would blend songs or transition from song to song. And they, I, I started getting booked a lot in Shreveport. And I actually uh, done venues where Sage Entertainer, Samuel Jackson, Alan Payne, um, rest in peace, uh, uh, Steve McNair. I DJ events where Steve McNair was sitting, uh, was was in the in, in the venue, um, and I felt like I was that what I was doing was what I was supposed to be doing. Fast forward to now, um, I started a group, uh, a DJ coalition called GI DJs, and specifically geared towards military DJs, where I brought. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, DJs together just to work on that that networking piece. Hey, if I'm moving to the location X and I'm and and I want to get my my grinding established, I reach out. Hey, I'm getting ready to move here. Uh, does anybody know somebody in this location? And you know, kind of help that help that military DJ mindset because we move every two to three years. So when we move, it we start over, and it's difficult because we will get somewhere in about six months to a year. We get our, we get in our group and the military say, hey, it's time for you to get ready to pack up and head to location next. And um, I started that organization mainly because I wanted to help DJs continue to grow their craft and continue to be at, be able to move to a location and, and be connect, be plugged in before they got into um, before they got to their next location. And I'm here now. Um, COVID 2020 uh, forced me to really evaluate myself as a DJ. Uh, because um, not not knocking any anything about the city, um, I was living in San Antonio, Texas, for about three years, and just the energy and the mindset of the DJs and in the, the, the nightlife industry kind of started making me hate DJing. But when COVID kicked off, I, I kind of sat back and, and, and looked at all this money I invested into the equipment, and um, I decided that hey, if I really wanted to do this, I, I kind of grabbed back to my roots. Of DJing. Why are you DJing? What's the purpose of you DJing? It's not for a job. We focus on the money aspect, but it's not for a job. The reason why DJing is 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 the same reason why I love the song "Last Night" at DJ Saved My Life, um, and mainly because that's what we do. We create and we create an environment. We create elements of you know of escape. We should be. Um, and I love doing it. I love being that guy that if somebody wanted to commit suicide, they were going through a breakup. Um, they, they were going through a breakup. Uh, they they were able to come and hear me get behind the turntables. And they were able to escape that that one moment in life where they were dealing with issues. Uh, so my love for DJ and my passion for DJ and my passion behind, behind music never stopped. I just re, re found my connection to DJing during the pandemic. Um, I've been all over the world, Japan, Korea, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, uh, Florida, California. I uh, wish I can go to Germany, trying to get, trying to make my way to Africa. Actually, I, I would be connected with some African, uh, with the with the South African movement here soon, um, just to spread that love of music, because music is universal. And I love the way I love delivering music. I love connecting with people. I love entertaining people. I like saving. I like saving people's lives through DJing. Um, so, you know, 19 years in the game, and my energy and my love for DJ has never stopped. Ever. That's awesome, brother. And I could definitely connect you with some South African DJs. I'm connected out there. So let's definitely chat offline. And brother, you have an amazing story. Everything from just the way you introduced, you know, your passion for DJs 
also just your, your 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 name and just how that ties to your family and just everything about your story is filled with passion and that makes all the difference because those that are just doing it for money those are just doing it as a job for the check they tend to not do as well as those that just have the love and the passion for the game and i can hear it in your voice even through the frustration at times with the with the game in the industry you still have that pure love for for music and for djing and i think that's something that makes it much more better and sweeter than just getting it for this check and for the money and you Absolutely. embody that completely brother and, and what i love that you not only are doing it for 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 the fact that you love it but you're doing it to help others in different ways you know you're building community you know you, you're helping with your group gi djs and and you're helping you know veterans that are in the dj business you know connect with other djs while they're transitioning from from city to city and it's like who really thinks of that stuff and are really dedicate their their lives and, and and the things that they're doing to help community to that extent and i'm like wow this is a brother that's really out there doing it and helping people on multiple fronts and i honor you and i respect everything that you're doing keep it up brother and you know what are some things that you've learned as a dj that helps you in you know the areas that you're focused on you know you're, you're doing multiple things in, in the dj space but what are some things that you've learned throughout your career that kind of has put you at the forefront of your success so one of the things is again music is universal um not putting myself in a box uh is one thing that i've learned and when i say this being a military dj and i say military dj with with the deal with a definition of military dj is a person who has the ability to connect with all genres of people all genres not just hip-hop you're talking latin country rock jazz uh dance hall reggae afro beats all of that right um just being able to 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 do that and learning how important that is um what was was intricate because what it showed was what it showed to people was that um although you look at my skin complexion and and, and automatically assume that hey all I focus on is hip hop, I understand that DJing at the end of the day is for people. It's not for myself, it's for people. And when you continue to live in this world of, of, of we call DJing, and if you take people out of the equation, why are you DJing? You know, that's one of that's one of the things that's been in the forefront of my mind. That's how I reconnected because uh we connected with DJing last year during COVID because I understood that people need music and people need music delivered in so many different ways. Um and I forgot that along the way because I started looking at DJing as a as a job versus a hobby and passion. And I relearned and reconnected to why it was the reason why the reason it was for me to be a DJ in the first place. It's amazing, brother. Just always remembering why you're doing it. It's super important. And I'm glad that you hit home with that. You know, I would love to talk about, you know, in your journey, you know, how you navigated through this industry in your career. A lot of times people go through all, on, on their own and they struggle or sometimes they have mentors that have, you know, helped them along the way. You know, what was your strategy in regard to building a, a network or a community or, or a support system in your journey? Can you talk to me a little bit about mentorship and the people you had to help you along your journey so again yeah, going back to dj b sands with bonsu out of chicago illinois uh those were the guys who told me like that it really instilled that foundation of dj in me and then going to shreveport louisiana i had a guy by the name of uh dj spoon 
um, that taught me the business of DJing and taught me the you know how to how to how to gain the 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 sustainment part of DJing. And then going into you know um, the you know the personality Hollywood A Bay Bay, watching how he um, he didn't directly mentor me, but just with but Bay 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 mentored the whole city. You know, if you was a DJ or MC in the city of Shreveport, he was teaching you how important it is to be about the people. And then, um, like, I got a guy in San Antonio by the name of DJ Casper. Uh, love that dude to death. That's that's been the other guy that has kept me grinding when it come, comes to DJing because um, we talk, you know, being able to be around people who don't see you as competition. And now I'm out here in Arizona. Um, I got my, I got a guy, I got a couple guys, uh, DJ Lex Smith, DJ RTX, uh, just met a DJ Payne, DJ Impeccable. And just being in, in, a, in an area where DJs don't compete with you, but they collab with you. And we teach each other. And all of those names are all, all mentors. Uh, DJ J. Millie in San Antonio, uh, rest in peace to DJ Alley Cat. Uh, that that guy really taught me the importance of collaborating and connecting, um, and you know all my brothers and all my brothers and and uh, and the GI DJ. You know one of the one of the one of the things in the mission mission and vision statement that I put out is um, you know DJs connecting with DJs to develop DJs and expand the growth and knowledge of DJs. Right? I don't want you. I don't want to be associated associated with you as a DJ if you can't teach me and I can't teach you. Period. You know, um, I got a guy named DJ Four Pound out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Same guy, DJ R Small, Las Vegas. This guy is the guy who got me into focusing on different techniques and of cutting and scratching. And DJ Lottie died out of Austin, Texas. That's a that's a true mentor. It's a, this is the guy that uh, explained DJing to to me from a from a dumbed down level. The the worldwide you know um, you know DJ revolution. I uh, got a chance to link up with him at Scratch Academy in Los Angeles. And, you know, some of the things that he taught me and the things he explained to me kind of expounded on, you know, why DJs are important. And I got a non-DJ friend, comedian Ron G, who talks to me about the um, consumer point of view of DJs and how important it is, um, how, how important it is for me to be able to focus and connect with um the environment. So I focus on all those things just by conversations, uh, candid conversations and improv, improv conversations with those, with those DJs. But don't get it twisted. I don't trust a lot of DJs because a lot of DJs want to connect with you for uh, what they can benefit from you. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I think it's important for un people to understand that it's better to give than to receive. And tend mm -hmm. those people that tend to give actually receive more. And, you know, if they had that mindset where they weren't so hungry and thirsty to, to just receive, 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 and focus more on the giving, they get what they truly want is that to receive. And if you do it with a, a genuine heart, I mean, a genuine mind and just give without the expectation of anything in return, um, a lot of times it just comes back back. So, but those that don't have that mindset miss out on that. And, and um, I'm sure you've seen it with some people, but, you know, all we can do is hope and pray for them and, and try to yeah. set, set a good example. Uh, yep. but, but, you know, even sharing this wisdom on the podcast right here is a good way, you know, for those DJs that may, you know, have not even been able to hear it in that fashion. 
um, you know, might have a, a wake up call today um, when they hear this interview. So super excited for, for, for you and, and everything that you've done and the mission that you are on with your DJ group. I think that is super amazing and building community is super important. You know, I would love to hear about, you know, some of the recent things that have been going on in the DJ industry in the world, you know, given that COVID has really disrupted yeah. the entire industry. You know, what's very important for DJs to be focusing on right now in this time where the industry is completely different? You know, what are some things that they can focus on or should be focusing on, given that they cannot, you know, be in person as much, you know, if any? Bottom line is the crap. Not, not the crap. That's that's what you should be focusing on. You should be focusing on how to get to, to make money. You should be focusing on your crap. And the reason why you should be focusing on your crap because it's some people that were not DJs doing when COVID first kicked off and they went and bought a whole bunch of DJ equipment and been studying. They've been studying. All it takes is, I'm going to go out on a ledge, but six months to become a very, very dangerous DJ. And if you think that because of what you were or how you were before COVID kicked off, and you think you can come out of COVID, you know, where you left off, you are completely full of it. Um, the craft. And understand that you are DJing for people, not yourself. You DJs, you're DJing for people. So you need to understand. And if you didn't learn how to go, you know, we use this phrase now, but back in the day, it was re real deal. If you didn't, if you didn't learn, if you haven't learned crate digging, if you haven't learned concept of, you know, concept of delivery, if you have learned how to really truly develop a set, the different phases of a set while you while in COVID, you wasted your whole last 12 months of being in quarantine. It's, seriously. Uh, my blessings have come because I took a, a back seat on trying to be seen and going into study mode. That's that's what my that's what my blessings have have uh have come over the past 12 months. Yeah, man. It's time to get busy. It's not time to yeah. relax. It's not time to sit back and just wait. It's time to get busy. Hone your craft. Get better. Practice. Build a network and just do things to, you know, prepare yourself and do things right now that's gonna elevate your business and your career. And then also just doing something that you love. If it's a passion of yours. A pandemic shouldn't stop it. Your passion should still continue and use yep. this time to, to better yourself and put yourself in a better position to succeed. And that's what you've been doing. I really appreciate what you've been doing for yourself and the DJ community as a whole, because um, you're really doing great things that are helping and affecting many people. So thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I would love to hear, you know, before we jump into the lightning round, you know, what are some things that I can do in my audience that we can do to help support you and the DJs that you serve and just the community at large that you serve? Listen, uh, so don't shoot me when I say this. Um, actually, no. You know what? I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna bring that up because I like we like before this interview, I, I told you what I believe in, right? Uh, I wanna I, I wanna really get ten toes deep. And as as we say, as 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 my boys A Ball and MJG say, ten toes down. Uh in in, in getting behind uh, and fully supporting what you're doing with this app. And how you can how anybody can help me is until you know until I get fully fledged up and running on the club app because that's my number one priority. You know, come to my come to my uh, my Twitch channel and you know subscribe to my Twitch channel and, and support me there. That's how I'm paying rent right now. Um, I'm in the military, but I'm, I'm I'm paying for two households, so I need to make supplemental income. Uh, but outside of that, is you know you know. Things like what you're doing now is perfect. Uh, 
uh, creating a platform where DJs can come in and do virtual gigs through your platform. That's the stuff that I need, personally, me. Um, and if, if I meet your expectations after listening to me, DJ, you know, co-sign, promote me. Um, that That's really, at this point, what I need. If you got connections in Tucson, Arizona right now, please connect me. If you got connections in Phoenix, Arizona, connect me. Los Angeles, connect me. That's that's the type of stuff I need. Uh, if I meet your intent, or if I, if I meet, you know, a panel's, we got a panel of DJs that's saying that's saying yay or nay, we'll co-sign or, uh, or support this DJ right here. You know, support. Push me out there. That's what I need. Awesome, brother. And that's what I'm here for, man, to provide opportunities for all types of DJs to build their career and to make money online. And that's what I've taxed myself to do. And that's what I'm committing myself to do. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to help you, brother. So at this time, let's jump into the lightning round. Um, are you ready? Yes, sir. I'm ready. Let's all go. Right. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. So I got uh, three DJ setups. I have NS72, I have the Pioneer SRT, and I have uh, the Reloop, uh, what's these? The Reloop 7, Reloop 7000 MK tubes. Uh, my, my preferred method is vinyl um, because I just, I just love the feel. But in the mobile setup, I don't like to take my 12, my turntables outside the house. Um, so I take my controller. And right now my primary controller is my Pioneer SRT um, mixer. I'm using the, uh, the, the Pioneer S9. Um, so laptop, uh, MacBook. I got three MacBooks. Program I'm using is Serato. Besides yourself, who's your favorite DJ? Kid Capri. Kid Capri is my favorite DJ. And if you watch me DJ, you'll see why. Kid Capri is that guy that uh, I... Um, right before, like two months before I started DJing, I got to see Kid Capri DJ live at the University of Illinois Homecoming in 2000. And it was at that moment, I was like, yo, this is me. His mic presence is good. His delivery is good. The energy, the level that he produces, that's the DJ that I immortalize. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and why? So, uh, it's, it's difficult because I produce, I, I actually, as a DJ, I produce and host my own events. Why? It's cost effective and two, um, no no jab to disrespect anybody, but promoters, man, uh, I think promoters have gotten to the point to where they're comfortable and they don't treat DJs like they should. But um, my most, like I got two, I'm gonna give you two. Um, in San Antonio, uh, I do what's called party and paint. You know, people like call it trapping paint, but I call it party and paint. The reason why I call it party and paint is because, you know, we're going to create the opportunity to paint, right? But the music and the energy is going to be so nice that if you paint, if you get a chance to finish painting, cool. If you don't, I don't care because you had a great time. So um, I did a paint event in, in San Antonio. I'm not going to tell you how to concert because I don't want anybody to steal it, but definitely it sold out. Um, and and it was packed and it met my intent. Looking across the room, seeing people's energy, seeing how they how they responded, it was like yes, like that was my thing. And then uh, same city, uh, like three months later, I produced a comedy show with uh, with uh, comedian Ron G. If anybody know, follow comedian Ron G on Instagram. That's my new boss. Uh, I am now officially his official DJ, but I I brought him to San Antonio. And they gave me like 
ain't gonna say the city hated, but my my the situation with this with with the with producing and getting the show together, I had a lot of a bunch of roadblocks. People were dragging their feet on the things they were supposed to do. So really only had like two and a half weeks of promotion and we sold that event out. Sold it out. And it was a success. And I brought in two of my homeboys at DJ. Uh, because, you know, of course, as a DJ, if I produce my own events, I can't DJ my events because I got to be available for issues. But because I'm a DJ, I understand the energy that I needed to produce. I was able to reach out to two DJs that I know that were uh, that were capable of doing what I needed them to do. And um, like we packed the building, man. We had a comedy show and we had an after party and it was lit. Who's the most interesting person you've met through DJing? Uh, Ludacris. Ludacris. I can't go into detail, but Ludacris. Put it that way. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? The support, to be honest with you. The support. Uh, we, we stream live, but uh, because people don't understand that some DJs, not me, because I'm blessed, but some DJs, DJing is the only, is the only way, is the only way of, um, of living. It's the only means of living. And it's just the support, man. Really it is. Um, and then to having a platform where we can actually express ourselves without getting shut down, getting blocked. And after this interview, I'm going to tell you, we kind of talked about it, but I'm going to kind of tell you my concept because you seem like the smartest person that make this happen. I tell you my concept too, because I've done the, the market research and I've reached out to people in the industry to kind of educate me on how to get past some of the issues that we have from, from the live streaming aspect. But but the virtual events ain't going nowhere. Just put it out there. It's, it's not going anywhere. COVID made that possible. And shout out to DJs that you know personally whose story should be shared on this podcast as well. I sent a lot of DJs your your platform and told them to get behind it. It's mandatory. What you're doing is revolutionary. Um, it's an ideal concept I had in my head for the, for years. Like the only element, like everything that you're doing is like aligned with the discussion I had back in 2015. But because I'm not tech savvy and I don't know the right people to talk to, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't formulate or I couldn't execute what I needed to do. So the fact that you're doing this, like I said before the interview, why, especially from a from a black owned business, now it ain't got nothing to do with race, but just understanding this is a black owned business. Why create something when somebody else is doing it? I can get behind and help enhance the concept. Thank you, brother. And any DJ that's interested in being on the podcast, you can go to the DJsignup.com and we'd love to hear your story and be a brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? So in person, I'm in Tucson, Arizona right now. Uh, I just had my first event. I did a comedy show this past weekend and I'm just starting to network in Tucson. I've only been here for a month and a half. But on social media, you can catch me on Instagram at G-I underscore Uncle Dope with two E's. G-I underscore Uncle Dope with two E's. And I also, I host a podcast and I'm going to bring you on my podcast because I want to share your story. It's called Dope Conversations. Uh, dope spelled with two E's. And I'm also on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv uh, forward slash you dope. As you see in the logo, you dope. And I do have my profile on the club app. So uh, 
That's where you can follow me. And, and I'm on Facebook, G-I-D-J, Uncle Dope on Facebook, or Kenneth Bracely on Facebook, or Dope Conversations on Facebook. And my YouTube is Dope Conversations. Awesome, brother. This has been an amazing interview, man. I love your energy, brother. And you come with so much heart. And I really appreciate what you're doing for the DJ community, especially the veteran DJ community. Yeah. That's very um, special. And I really appreciate what you're doing. Everyone, please check out DJ Uncle Dope. He's doing amazing work. I consider him uncle now. We're, the, <laughs> we're, we're family now, brother. So, you know, we're connected. And I'm really happy that you came on Yo, the podcast. I, and I know your family. cousin. I used to be stationed with your cousin. So we definitely family. Yo, that's crazy. That's amazing. Oh, man. We got to chat offline, brother. But thank you for coming on the show.